My brothers and sisters in Christ, we have a challenging gospel this week when Jesus tells us not to sin. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. At that time, John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he does not follow us. Jesus replied, Do not prevent him. There is no one who performs a mighty deed in my name, who can at the same time speak ill of me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Anyone who gives you a cup of water to drink, because you belong to Christ, amen I say to you, will surely not lose his reward. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone were put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than with two hands to go into Gehenna, into the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life crippled than with two feet to be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Better for you to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into Gehenna, where their worms does not die and the fire is not quenched. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> not the easiest gospel to listen to on a Sunday morning. So where should we begin? Perhaps on a brighter note, later this afternoon, for example, we'll kick off our parish's very first color run. Would you believe that over 60 young people have registered, along with nearly two dozen volunteers? If you're unfamiliar with a color run, basically people will run around a particular path around the church, and at certain points will get pummeled with colored powder. Strangely enough, it is wildly popular. Before the runners start the race, each person will be given sunglasses, a bandana, and of course a reminder to tie their shoes. The last thing anyone wants is to trip and fall at the start of the race and get pummeled with powder. <clears throat> it hurts when we trip and fall, doesn't it? In fact, this is what the verb to sin originally meant, to trip and fall. Much like a physical fall, when we sin, it can hurt our bodies or worse our relationship with God and with others. In today's gospel, Jesus uses very strong language, urging us to be aware of those ways in which we fall, not in the sense of physically tripping, but the ways we stumble morally or spiritually. For example, the disciples have become terribly possessive of their ministry. Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he does not follow us, they say. The disciples don't want others to perform good works. They want to do everything themselves, which leaves us wondering, at this point, who really is the focus of their ministry? Is it about glorifying God or honoring themselves? Remember in last week's gospel, the disciples were caught arguing about who was the greatest. Now they selfishly don't want to share their ministry with others. In spite of last week's lesson on service, it seems that nothing has changed, 
Here they are stumbling, caught being selfish and sinful once again. But the truth is, I find something strangely comforting about that. The fact that Jesus did not choose people who were perfect to lead his church. He chose ordinary people, imperfect believers, works in progress. He was patient with them until the very end, and in spite of the disciples stumbling, in spite of their sinning, they still spread the kingdom of God, and I would say they did a pretty good job at that. So, in what ways do we stumble like the disciples? In terms of our faith and character, when do we trip and fall? Perhaps we compare ourselves with others, arguing over who is the greatest, the most popular, the most athletic, the wealthiest, the most attractive. Maybe we find ourselves being selfish from time to time. Selfishness creeps into our hearts whenever we start living in a world of me, not we. Selfishness happens in marriage, in friendship, and even in ministry. On a personal level, I hear Christ reminding me to turn away from that possessive attitude set by the disciples in today's gospel. Instead of trying to exclude others from being involved in ministry, we should always be asking ourselves how we can increase participation, creating a culture of inclusivity, shared leadership, and collaboration here at St. Pius. I'm inspired in particular by the collaborative efforts we've begun on our pastoral council and youth group, which has provided the energy and planning needed for today's color run. At the end of the color run this afternoon, all of the participants will receive a prayer card with a verse from St. Paul, I have run the race of life to the finish and kept the faith. In the big picture, this is our hope for everyone, that we run the race of life to the finish and keep the faith. But for now, that little prayer card and the color run itself is a tiny reminder that though we may stumble and fall along the way, you and I are all in this together, building up the kingdom of God one day, one person at a time. And I would say we're doing a pretty good job.